Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman. Oh, live and in your face. Yeah, yeah, and up your butt. Hey, well there. It's getting crowded. Yeah, just because there's a pirate ship involved in our adventures doesn't mean... uh, Sodomy. New York Comic Con (laughs) 14. Yeah, we were just at New York Comic... Actually, it's Sunday... Uh, which is, um, I, I think, like people who came up to New York for the uh, for the weekends, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, "Yo, I'm, I got to be there on Sunday," you know, like getting like my three day pass in. Yeah, you know, they're still enjoying, but for us, uh, we came, we went on Thursday, Sat, Friday, and Saturday, and we 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 kicked it off in a big way, which we'll talk about last night. That kind of felt like, all right, it's over. Yeah, <laughs> there's no going back. Maybe on the train ride home, I can live stream the Sunday panels. Oh, there you go. So I can oh, check yeah. out. They've got Gotham and Sleepy Hollow today, so maybe I can. Yeah, but who the hell knows? I mean, even if we went, who knows? If we get in. It's true. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So Comic Con was awesome. Uh, you know, I, I hadn't been in two years, but I mean, shoot, it's tight. <laughs> and, and what I mean is the space in between you and the next guy and the next person and the next person mm-hmm. next person. But, I mean, I like this kind of shit. I I never really gone to this, you know, growing up, this kind of stuff. So it's still new to me, but it's very exciting. And there's just so much to do and uh, so much to look at. <laughs> it's like the worst way to sum it up, but yeah. we, let's just fucking talk about what was cool, because this so, is dumb. Yeah, so, the highlight, straight out of the bat... How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, yeah. VR experience presented by Oculus. So this is an awesome video game where they put one of those virtual reality helmets on you and headphones. And so at first you're like, ah, this is going to suck. And they put you on and then you are flying the dragon. What's his name? Hiccup? Or uh, was that the kid? That's the kid. So what's the stupid dragon's name? It's, it's stupid. <laughs> the cat, the cat, the black cat dragon? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, no name, no teeth, no teeth. Toothless. Toothless. Yeah, so you're riding toothless, but you are in the sky. There's clouds, you're over water, there's pirate ships down below, there's dragons flying everywhere, and you're sitting on this little chair, like almost like a massage chair, and you've got your handle, you've got this uh, flight handle, basically, a mm-hmm. left and a right stick, and then you got to fly just like an airplane. You pull back, you go up, you push forward, you go down, and you can go left and right. And holy crap. It, I mean, you're, you are flying the dragon. Yeah. It's you know? amazing. Like, you can see just a little bit of him, and he's flapping his wings and stuff. The first thing I did, because you're really hopping in the air, the first thing I did was just push it all the way forward. Yeah. Just dive bomb the water. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's just going to be like a movie. So I went all the way down at the last second. I pulled up so I could, like, skim my dragon dick on the on the water. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just, like, came right back up. That's awesome. Like, and and you were telling me, because you did it before, like, before I, I jumped on there, you're like, dude, yeah, like, really feels like you're there. And you were right. When I started going down there, just for a second, you're like, yeah, you feel <laughs> your gut. You're like, holy shit, I'm falling. You yeah. know, it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, it felt real. Like that's the first time ever I put one of those things on and actually felt like I was in the world. Mm-hmm. And so there was uh, there was like Viking ships, and so I went right through them. Yeah, I was, like, me too. Right through the virus, like that's fuck so you. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like there's 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 floating cliffs like in Pandora, yeah, uh, whatnot. I think, uh, and there's sheep on there. So definitely the second time I was like, fuck you, sheep. Ah, oh, trying to get as close as I could. I didn't get to the sheep, but there was like uh, like some rock outcroppings, and there was a circle one, and I oh, pulled yeah. a Superman Nintendo sixty four, went <laughs> right through the circle. Bam! Who wouldn't want to do that a hundred thousand more times? You know, yeah. <laughs> so they, so something I noticed the second time was they did have, uh, they did have fans blowing wind at you. 
Oh. So there were like a couple parts of the experience I didn't even like register the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so they had fans blowing wind to you, and they had like haptic feedback on the uh, chair that you're sitting on. Oh. So anytime that there's like a vibrating function, like a, like in your controller, you'd feel like this vibration mm-hmm. that you're feeling in, in like the chair. So you know you're straddling this the back of this dragon, mm-hmm. and every time he's like Rawr! and flapping his wings, you like feel like you know like say, mm. some bumpings and rumblings. So when's the home system coming out for this thing? I think either 2015 or 2016. But right now it's like an arms race. You know everybody yeah. everybody's looking at VR as the next I don't know 3D TV. Ugh, you know well, it's either a terrible example because 3D TV sucked and died. Well, it's either <laughs> it's either gonna like be a flash in the pan like 3D TV, yeah, or it's gonna take over. Mm-hmm. Like the Wii. Well, you know, this, everybody has to buy one. This looked cool, but I mean, so I guess you'd have to buy the interactive chair along with the helmet and the headphones I and mean, the piloting stick. <laughs> like, so that's like, it's like the it's like the rock band from eight years ago. Yes. Except this would be a lot more expensive, I'm yeah. assuming. So I, I don't know what kind of, because, you know, Facebook bought Oculus for $2 billion. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're serious about it. I mean, they must have done this demo. All, all the uh, like Mark Zuckerberg and yeah. and company must have been like, holy shit, we got to buy that. It, it did look cool. We were only in it for a little bit, yeah. so I would also have to wonder like replayability, like how long could you do it, or like mm-hmm. what are you doing in there? Like the flying was cool, yeah. But what else would you be doing there? Like, could you do an immersion Legend of Zelda and be Link and just walking? Fuck yeah, you know. I mean, they're... as long as it involves buttons <laughs> for actions, yes. Because I will not fucking swing my arm <laughs> over and over again unless it's to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> How to jerk off your dragon? Yeah. <laughs> so that was that. That was the balls right there, and that was like that the was first awesome. thing we did, and I was pumped. Um, Fuck yeah! And you know, there was a lot of video games actually. The uh, big big N Nintendo did not represent, right? You know, and. Um, you know, in terms of what what video games were there, I mean, it was stuff that I've seen online already. You know, like, you get mm-hmm. to play these games for the first time, but, you know, it's kind of like, outside of, like, the VR where you're experiencing something totally new, I was like, all right, yeah. you know, all right, there's this PlayStation game, you know, Revelation, Re- Resident Evil Revelations 2, okay, looks exactly like the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to play it. You know, I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a couple mobile games here, there, Brave Frontier. I'm like, all right, I've, I've played that and deleted mm-hmm. it off my iPhone. For me, Comic-Con, for me, is the panels. Because mm. I love wandering around the floors and the artist alley and stuff like that. Because you just never know what you're going to see. But, I mean, I do like the panels. I do like, um, you know, I don't need to be that dork to ask the question at the line and stuff. Yeah. But it is kind of <laughs> cool. It's kind of cool to see the people that you've been watching on TV and movies and stuff. And, you know, they interact live and stuff. And then, you know, fun clips and shit. Yeah. And for me, I, I learned something this time. Because I went... And I went to a bunch of panels, and I went to see uh, Archer, which is one of my favorite shows on television. So fucking funny. And The League, which is also super hilarious. And they're both on FX. Um, and those those casts are mostly comprised of comedians, mm-hmm. or at least like funny actors that can do comedies and stuff. And so those panels were hysterical. Hmm. I mean, because... Yeah, it was cool. Like, we got to see never-before-seen episodes and stuff, and that's fun. Um, but just seeing the cast come out 
and live up to your expectations to actually act and like they were just bullshitting and they were just ripping on each other and they were crushing the the crowd <laughs> just like the people that are going after questions you know they weren't being like super nice like you know like movie actors are and stuff yeah. they were just ridiculous <laughs> they're just killing people so i was telling you um when i was at the archer panel this guy comes up and asks a stupid question and after he leaves h john benjamin who plays archer goes Fuck you! <laughs> and they turn around like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, sorry." He's like, "Don't, don't be offended." It, I, I usually whisper that under my breath to everyone that asks a question, but my mic was on. <laughs> so, but they're just sitting there busting each other's balls, and so you get a front row seat of this. And that's so, cool. that's cool. Like, I really, I enjoyed that. But then, vice versa, when I was at a panel that did not involve funny people yes comedians then you get a lot of you either get like a talking head executive mm-hmm. who's like all right okay we're gonna show you something <laughs> but first i need you to be i need you to say how cool is marvel uh, how cool is marvel come on marvel comics tell us how cool we are god one more time that was that was like like britney spears is a uh, hype man saying everybody chant pepsi mm-hmm. pepsi and then maybe she'll come out yeah and, and i, I liked like, it too because they were like like they were trying they were trying to get like cheap pops for the crowd so, yeah you know, they're like they're like all right we love new york and it's like yeah they said us whereas archer <laughs> said it is like to be a dick about it they're like fuck san diego <laughs> and and then they're like one of the other people aisha tyler who's also a very funny person she's like you guys know when he goes to san diego next year he's gonna say fuck new york <laughs> so that's awesome but yeah if you like the archer or the league it i mean if they did live stream these so if they have mm-hmm. them stored somewhere I would highly recommend people like if you like those shows, you'll like them even more after seeing some of those. Well, what what I thought was was extremely silly was you know they're they're building you up like hey guys, never before seen footage. This is exclusive. This is for you. Thank you for coming here. This is about the mm-hmm. fans at Comic Con. And by the way, it's on the internet in three seconds. Yeah, I mean we went to a couple Marvel panels. I went to Marvel Animation. We went to Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Did we go to another Marvel one? But it was you, you try to get into one. Yeah, yeah. Well, more on that later. But um, <laughs> yeah, the Marvel guys—they had dudes in suits, and they're like, "These are agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. You are not allowed to take pictures or videotape anything, or we will murder you." And they had and dudes night, night vision goggles. They had fucking they night promised. vision goggles. These are dudes like they didn't have the the full binocular. They had the one like mm-hmm. a spyglass. Yeah. But so they turn off the lights, and these dudes had fucking night vision, looking to see if you were videotaping stuff. And like you said, some of those uh, things they probably just released on the web, like, the next day. Yeah, or, so or like, well, a couple hours later. I mean, like, lit- literally in the same day, it was probably like an hour later, they were like, hey, I got an email saying, hey, look at this exclusive clip from Comic-Con mm-hmm. showing off the new footage from Powers, the superhero TV show that was supposed to be exclusive, except yeah. it's on the internet the same day because branding. So I guess they're just trying to control the image, like, they don't want a sloppy iPhone version of their cool shit I think on there? A, they just want the, like, the really good official looking one? Or I think I think it's all about ad revenue. They don't want like some scummy YouTuber, sorry YouTubers, yep. uh, to get like ad revenue off their shit. Yeah. You know, they they want it. They want all those ad dollars. You mm-hmm. know, they're going to put like a 30 second pre-roll, you know, that you cannot skip yep. about something else that they're pushing. You know, uh, that, I mean, you know, it, you know, and, and good on them, you know, controlling mm-hmm. their stuff. But it's, but it's a little bit like, did you, did you, uh, there, there's this documentary um, uh, about the Pirate Bay guys. It's called Away from Keyboard, mm-hmm. and it's basically showing how like uh, like how out of control 
our country's uh, copyright system is and how, like, if you have enough money, like Big Shots in Hollywood, you know, et cetera, uh, you can go out, you can, like, pressure our government to go after people in other countries, even though their laws have nothing to do with uh, with ours, mm-hmm. and lock those people up, like what happened to the three uh, Pirate Bay founders. Cash rules everything around me. <laughs> Cream, get the money! <laughs> dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. No, so, I mean, there was some cool stuff. We um. I, I told you we had to go to the comic book men panel because it was moderated by Kevin Smith, and we knew they. And Kevin Smith likes to talk, and he's and he's a funny dude, mm-hmm. and he's cool and self deprecating, and he's just interesting to talk to. And I was like, dude, we got to go because he's just going to dominate the panel, and there's not going to be any comic book men questions, mm-hmm. and he's just going to be funny. And that basically lived up to that hype. Yep. So Kevin Smith is out there, and like he turned every question into a five minute thing, but it was fun. <laughs> you know, it's like I like those evening with Kevin Smith uh, YouTube videos, so. So it was cool, you know. That was just on DVD ten years ago. Yeah, that was, that was, those are great. That, that's how the polar bear got into Superman Returns. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, because his story about mm. about how he uh, nearly penned the script to Superman Alive right. back in the day, and the and the director producer or the, the producers like you got to put in polar bears. <laughs> polar bears are like are like the most dangerous predator in the animal kingdom. And then he's like, oh, and Superman needs to fight a giant spider. Yeah. spider, you know, and then, <laughs> and then he goes on to do Wild Wild West. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But no, what I thought was hilarious was like, Kevin Smith goes on this huge, huge diatribe, like he's like doing stand-up mm-hmm. about like sugar and how he cut out sugar and how he's so fucking high right now. And everybody's yep. like, yeah, weed! Yeah. Hooray! But then I was like, but then when he went on those like 10-minute rants... You know, like overshadowing the comic book, man. I was like, uh, "All right, there's a little context to this now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's not just being a dick. He is high as hell. Well, and he actually, it was funny because we we saw a little bit of history there because one of the um, the comic book men start eventually. They started kind of like funny griping, <laughs> like, "Ah, you know, no questions for us guys." And mm-hmm. and then eventually during the the Q and A. One of the people, like Kevin Smith, is talking about doing this uh, new movie called Moose Jaws, where it's like uh, it's like Jaws, but it's a it's a killer moose, and um, it's going to be at a summer camp. And one of the the audience members said, "Yo, you should have the comic book men as camp counselors, and have the one guy Brian with the huge beard get eaten, and then the next shot you just see the moose chomping, and you see like a beard sticking out of his mouth." And Kevin Smith was like, "That's awesome, I love it. That's going to be in the movie." And we're like, "Woo!" <laughs> fans influence your movie yeah you know so it was just kind of a funny moment but i was telling you like comic men are gonna be like fuck yeah like we sat through this panel we didn't get to answer any questions but now we're gonna be in that movie hell yeah so we'll see yeah i know i know who knows who knows but that would be really cool wait and then and then there was an amazing amazingly awkward (laughs) follow-up where some guys just like uh will you marry me and my fiance next year yeah in jersey (laughs) And it's like, all right, well, I gotta say yes, or I look like a dick. Yeah. But he did say he was like, well, can I Skype in? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, I was, mean, he was already like, how can I get out of this? It was nice of him to even consider it. He should have been like, no, next question, hmm. which is what they would have done at the Archer panel. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, was so funny because I mean, Archer, you know, it's very risque and stuff, and and uh, um, well, actually, the the league was even more uncensored because those guys are just assholes but they're awesome they're so funny they're but, awesome assholes but very in the beginning like the one guy was like you know he was he was like man i he's like because we watched the the special episode first and the one guy's like oh i got a, such a huge boner after watching that right now i was like i'm so hard and then they're like you know there's a 10 year old in the front row 
and they're like, oh, there's a 10-year-old, and instead of feeling bad, they're like, now we're going to go full throttle, and then we're just like all dirty sex stuff for the rest of the time. It was so good. Like, I appreciated that. You know, they didn't get all clammed up and stuff. They're like, mm-hmm. F that, man. Shouldn't have brought your 10-year-old. And they would, they just went nuts, and it was hysterical. Oh, we saw we saw mom march her uh, march her nine year old out of the uh, Kevin Smith panel mm-hmm. right before he started like right before he got real filthy for half a second. Yeah, and but then, was... but then she came back. Yeah, um, we also saw the Ninja Turtle panel. Mm-hmm. That was fun. We saw an upcoming episode, and it was just cool because I mean I, I've been I've been like leading the parade here for the Ninja Turtle cartoon. <laughs> yep, like I have been in front. I've been like, this is a great cartoon. You got to watch it. It's the best Ninja Turtle property, movies, cartoons, anything. This is the best. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to hear the creator be like, yeah, we take our, uh, we take the moments we like the best from the comics, the eighties cartoon, the nineties movie. Like we take all the moments we like the best and we work them into this cartoon. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck yeah. You know, cause Little shitty kids like it, but then as adults too are like, thank you, like that's so cool, and you know we pick up on that shit, and so yeah. you know they had like April O'Neil's uh, mom made a cameo in this one, and it was voiced by the original April and stuff. And yeah, like, thank you, you know I appreciate that shit. So it's cool to it's cool when something is actually made by fans. You know, obviously Michael Bay destroyed the movie, uh, but it's nice that this cartoon mm-hmm. like, I feel is like the real property, yeah, and it's in good hands. Well, speak, speaking of uh, cartoons and and that space, we were we were in that space often, but uh, you 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 missed it because you're on the train. But I went ah, to the Korra panel. Missed Legend of Korra. Yeah, so upset. They showed they showed us the new episode too, the mm-hmm. next one where it's like, what has Korra been doing for the last three years? We saw she was in like Earth Bending Club. Yeah, like getting her ass kicked. Mm-hmm. But then like like how did she get from like wheelchair crying, poisoned? Uh, to to that and and they reveal like in the first couple of minutes that her legs actually don't work. Oh fuck! Yeah. Well, first of all, Chad, I haven't seen this. Spoiler We're supposed alert. to put our Cora uh, fan club episode on break for one week because I haven't caught it yet. But okay, so her legs don't work. Nope. Like in the but I saw her in the MMA ring. Yep. So so that episode is how does she get from her legs actually don't work because she was so messed up after that fight. Oh, so her legs, her legs work now. Yes. But, but in those three years, there was a while where her legs did not work. Yeah. Shit. Okay, so, I gotta so fucking watch that It's three soon. years. And before, and before they begin the episode, they're like, hey, you know, we've had the chance to, the, the two creators, they're like, we've had mm-hmm. the chance to, you know, do like a couple of like really actually serious episodes where we talk about like real, per, real repercussions. Yeah. And it's not just about like, you know, fun adventuring. And mm-hmm. we're really proud of this one. Mm. And here you go. Oh, and then, deep. <laughs> no, but then and the voice. So the voice, the voice actors, once again, like walked off the stage and came down into the audience to, to watch, watch it, it with us because oh, they hadn't seen it. So cool. And then, uh, and then afterwards, the uh, uh, Janet Varney was like, and she's like, I actually didn't want to continue the panel after watching that episode. Because mm. she, she, I don't know if she was in tears, but she was definitely choking him back. She was like, I cry at a drop of a hat. Yeah, because the show's over for them. They're done, mm-hmm. and I mean Janet Varney. That's probably the best thing she's ever been involved in. I know? mean, yeah, so that sucks for her. I mean, a great memory, great ride, but it's yeah, it's that was a, a goodbye to Cora. So totally, and uh, but you know what? Now everybody knows who she is. Oh yeah, I mean she's really famous for that role. Yeah, I mean PJ. He's gone on to do other things, mm-hmm. and so has uh, the other two. They they had Mako there. Oh, nice. Uh, and he and he was he was talking about how like 
people back in the day used to be like, hey, bud. Right, yeah, because he was unmarried with children forever. Yeah, and now... And not much in between. Yeah, and now he's like, you know, like, kids are like, hey, Mako. <laughs> well, what we, what you should have came up to him and said, and said, and saying, hey, Mako, mm-hmm. you should have said, hey, Cavan. Cavan? He was one of the voices of Cavan on Gummy Bears. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah. The oh. very first voice, though, was the MC Bat Commander from the Aquabats. What? He was the original Cavan. Oh, my God. How did he lose that gig? Well, no. Every, they all aged out. Uh... There were, you wouldn't even know it. There was a different Cavan every year. Hmm. Like all three seasons, there was mm-hmm. different ones. They all aged out. Hmm. So, yeah, one of them was MC Bat Commander from the Aquabats. <laughs> the other one was uh, Married with Children. Yeah. I forget his name now. Um, uh, David. I don't know. Chad. Sorry. Help me on Sorry, Mako. Well, yeah, so, um, and and um, maybe the other one wasn't famous, but, yeah. But still, two out of three. So you should have come up to him and said that. That would have blown his world. Sure. Right there. Then he would have been like, oh, cool. Wow. <laughs> no, there wasn't, well, you know what, after the panel, it was kind of like all rules were off, mm-hmm. because it's like the end. So uh, instead of being, instead of like the Marvel panel or the other panels where they're like, oh, hey, goodbye, and everybody yeah. leaves, Peace. everybody rushed the stage. Oh, that's cool. And, and it seemed like they were cool with it, too. They because, didn't want uh, their experience to end. No. And the creators are like, they, they, they didn't say like, you know, okay, yeah, but we're going to be working on like, you know, the, the next Avatar spinoff is this or that. They were like, no, this is the, the end of the road for 12 years of working in this universe. Yeah. This is the end. There is no more. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and the, it was like it was sad, but at the same time, PJ tried to bring us back into like I can't wait to see what they come up with next. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll definitely sign me up for whatever they do after this. Yeah, this is a great team. Um, so let's see what else did we see? Um, I, well, the Daredevil panel. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about how we got into that panel. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> so here's the thing. Chad he got into press night on Thursday. I was there all day Friday with them, and then on Saturday I just assumed it was gonna be like Friday. I was like, Doby Doby Doby. We, we walked in like right as it opened, like no big deal and stuff. Last time we got right into anything, mm-hmm. and for the mega mega panels, you had to get wristbands this year. Yeah. So you had to wait in line just to get a wristband, so then you could wait in line to get into the panel later. And, and was, if they ran out of wristbands, you ran out of luck. I just didn't understand why you had to, I mean, it was like last year, finding out that, you know, going to the Dark Horse panel to try and get autographs, they're like, mm-hmm. no, you had to get a wristband from a raffle earlier, yeah. and all of us were like, what the fuck? Yeah, so on Friday... We're like, all right, wristbands, no problem. We go there, there's no line. Everyone's like, here's a wrist, you get a wristband. Yeah. You get it. They're like, yeah. what do you want? We got, we got, you know, it's like, hey, wristband lovers, we got all kinds of wristbands. We got orange <laughs> wristbands. We got, you know, so it was like, we got the wristbands for Archer. And I can't believe you just referenced that. Yeah, did you know, for any nerds that weren't paying attention, that was a, oh my um, God. that was the speech by uh, Cheech from, um, what, UHF? No. Oh, no, not UHF, but he was like the guy from UHF. No, it's from, um, God, my brain is dead right now. I don't know what it was, but it's filthy. No, it's fucking, you know, Quentin Tarantino, George Clooney, down in Mexico, the Titty Twister Bar. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Oh, so uh, from dusk till dawn. Dust till dawn, God Thank damn you. it. Yeah, no. So so Cheech, he's not in vampire mode yet, but he's trying to sell prostitutes. He's like, hey, pussy lovers, we got all <laughs> kinds of pussy. We got Nogahide pussy. We got apple pie pussy. <laughs> You're like, you can find pussy with prices cheaper than this? Fuck it. (laughs) So anyways, that's what I was doing right there with the wristbands. Now I have to explain that lengthy setup. Hooray. (laughs) So anyways, (laughs) you got wristbands, which was stupid. 
But so anyways, Friday didn't matter because everyone just, here's your wristband. Saturday we walked in. We were like walked in just as the place practically opened. So like Walking Dead panel, already closed. Already no closed. wristbands. And then so we're like, all right, well, we at least got to go to see Daredevil for Netflix because we got to see some Daredevil footage. And so we all wait in line. And then all of a sudden they just start handing out wristbands to like half, so like one side of the line. And everyone behind us, like, I don't know. 200, 300 people behind us yeah. crushed over to the side, and all of a sudden we went from the middle of the line to last because we were polite. Me, you, and a guy dressed as a penguin. We're yeah. the only polite people who are like, uh, what just happened? Yeah, because, you know, we all went over to the side like, all right, that person is giving our wristbands. I'm not going to, like, smush into everybody in front yeah. of me. We'll all get one, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, it's like, all right, eventually we'll get one. That's yeah. fine. And then uh, you could see the wristbands in his hands dwindling down, Yeah, and then he was out. Yeah, and then finally I saw someone else with wristbands, so I got in there, got in there, got in there, and they're like, all right, this, this wristband's for Lego Batman. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, I want Lego Batman. No offense, Lego Batman, but I want to see some new Daredevil. So the wristband thing, I mean, so Saturday was just packed because there was a couple times where I was like, oh, I'll get into this other panel, no problem. Like Star Wars was going to do, talk about their new books, not movies, books. I love Star Wars books, but I was like, I can walk right into this panel. Because yeah. two years ago, they did Star Wars book panel, and they didn't even have it in a room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, And I get there 15 minutes ahead of time. They're like, no, we're already capped out. The line's okay. way back there. So Saturday, like, there's just too many people. I think they said there was like 133,000 or something like that. Pretty close. And they they said it's the biggest one. And they should have had like 100, 100K. Yeah. But, um, so, so anyway, so... So we're sitting in the Daredevil line, and somebody with a megaphone announces that there are no more wristbands. Yeah. And that we should go. And right. some people start to leave. Yep. And the rest, out of line. And the rest of us were like, fuck you. Yeah. We're, we're not going there. anywhere. Yeah. So we, we waited a little while longer, and then a, a security guy on the other side, who was trying to calm us all down, was like, no, 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 hold, hang on, hang on, don't go anywhere. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like they went to go get more wristbands. Don't leave. Yeah. The moral of the story was... Don't trust anyone that's like 23 years old with a megaphone and a Comic-Con t-shirt because they sucked. Well, you know, it was kind of like uh, like a hospital where like all the nurses have different information. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I was like, you know, exactly. Like you are not an authority on shit. Yeah. You know, maybe your manager is, but you're not. You're just yeah. a lowly cog. So we got into the Daredevil panel and I got to say first impressions I'm excited for this. Yeah. Because they showed us probably like four different clips. You know, only like three minutes at a time to kind of introduce some of the characters and stuff. But, I mean, it looked cool. And we're like, please, for the love of God, show us Daredevil. Not Matt Murdock. Show us Daredevil. And they did. First thing. Daredevil costume, all in black. Mm -hmm. And he was wearing, kind of had like a bandana with eye holes cut out of it, wrapped and tied behind his head. And it, it yeah, gave me the. I, I don't. I don't think they were eye holes. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know because like he doesn't want to. I think maybe he cuts out eye holes anyways, so mm. people don't think that he's blind. Mm. So, right, because that would kind of be a giveaway. Yeah, it's like how does he fucking see? So no, so uh, but the, the, when we saw it, we're like, oh, so Daredevil's costume is male black. But then we were thinking, well, well, we think this is a starter costume. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's always that scene in most superhero things where they try and knit their own one at home. Right. And so it's like a rough one. And this kind of gave me like a Batman year one before Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. He's just kind of like dressed up. So th- this is, and he gets criticized for his costume by one of the other characters. And, and he was like, it's a work in progress. Right. And and when, when I heard that, I was like, thank God. So. Be- because I wasn't sure. 
You know, uh-huh. it's like this black costume. It reminded me of the 90s TV Daredevil that nobody yeah. remembers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. But, you know, it wasn't the iconic yeah. uh, thing, which is okay because in the clips he gets his ass beat. Yeah, because he's just starting out. So, I mean, they, they showed Daredevil fighting off some dude, and uh, it was intense. Yeah. But there was a lot of beatings handed out. Like, dude. they were just... That this mugger had martial arts skills. Yeah. And they fall out a window and off a fire escape and hit the ground and stuff. And so, and yeah, Daredevil, I mean, he's given I mean, it, but he's taking it. He got, he got knifed at one point because yeah. the guy has a knife. And even though he's Daredevil, you know, he still got cut. I like the Daredevil got the shit kicked out of him because he is still blind. Yes. You know, like, there should be a slight disadvantage. Like, you shouldn't be better at fighting, um, you know, when you can't see. I know. Like, I understand that you're able to kind of work through that. But like I like that you know he didn't see a lot of those punches coming, <laughs> so that yes. worked for me. No, no, ex- exactly. And you know I'm I'm glad that they started it somewhere, and they you know they talked a lot. They had the entire cast there, um, and they talked a lot about how like they're like all right, this is our Daredevil, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and they mentioned over and over and over again. You know what? What people on the internet have been criticizing about Daredevil, yeah. and that he's a lawyer by day, upholding the law, but then he's like a ruthless vigilante breaking the law at night. And they're like, "Yes, that's the entire fucking concept." Thank you, thank yeah. you. And that's what the show is going to be about too. Yeah, they said that he's like a couple bad nights away from becoming Frank Castle. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, "Woo!" <laughs> Hell that's yeah. awesome. But no, this looked cool, and they have real actors. So, and just watching the tone of it and, and the work that went into it, like, it didn't look cheesy. Mm-hmm. It looked good. Well, so. it, was, it was also kind of like, it's kind of like a blind a blind man's uh, show a little bit, or like a Frank Miller show, because mm-hmm. a lot, like, it's dark. dark as hell. Yeah, it was very dark. Yeah. Like, um, a lot of that fight scene, the sec- they played the fight scene twice. Yeah. Uh, with, like, an extended ending. And the second time, I was like, all right, all right, I, I can tell more now the second time what was happening in some of those shots. Yeah. But here's the one thing we needed to see. The Kingpin looking awesome. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio is the Kingpin, and he looks like the Kingpin. He came out on stage, bald head, a little bit fatter than he usually is. Mm -hmm. Like, he looked like Kingpin. And they showed him in one of the clips wearing a suit and stuff. And he looks like, if you remember the Kingpin from the comic books or even the cartoons, he looks like the fucking Kingpin. Yeah, man. So that was cool. So we're, we're very excited. You know, you, you need yeah. a, a good villain like that. So I mean, like the the clip they show was more uh, was more f- uh, focused on like uh, the woman who's going to become uh, eventually become his wife, mm-hmm. and uh, he's staring at this painting and like she's doing all the talking, mm-hmm. and he gives her like you know like a one sentence uh, response at the very end, but it, like it gave me chills. Yeah, you know, like his response wasn't. You know, was not what I was expecting, and I was like, "This guy's emotionally unstable, and or way too smart for his own good, and or yeah. you know, he's gonna beat the crap out of somebody in the next scene." Yeah, when they summed him up, they said he's childish and a monster. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, I mean, all right, we'll take it because it's the origin of the kingpin. Yeah, it's what leads him to becoming it. So he's not maybe he's not quite totally the cunning, ruthless guy yet, but mm-hmm. he but he, will, but he will be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but there were also like a lot of people involved in his. Uh, like they had like the kingpin there, then like his wife there, then like his right hand man there, yeah. you know. Um, you had Froggy, you had <laughs> love interests. So yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and that was the thing. Like Froggy, that's Matt Murdock's assistant attorney guy. Um, he was played in the Ben Affleck movie by um, that guy. 
I just can't think at all today. <laughs> usually, it's, we don't we don't usually do this podcast in the morning after a huge party cruise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I had four hours of sleep. Yeah, same here, pretty much. Um, <clears throat> who is the guy? The guy from Swingers, and now he directs movies. He directed Elf. I'm going to look it up. He directed. He actually directed Daredevil and acted in it. He directed Iron Man one and two. Oh, John. Favreau? John Favreau, yeah. Favreau, whatever. Yeah, so sorry. So he was Froggy in the in the movie, but in this TV show, they got the fucking guy from Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the Bash Brother. Yeah, so Mighty Ducks one, like the big goon kid that has a slap shot that everyone gets out of the way, and he's been doing stuff consistently in the last mm-hmm. five five or so years. But he's playing Froggy now, so we're like, whoa. We should have we should have quacked in the audience. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I bet he would have scowled at that. Ducks fly together, like, mm. motherfucker. <laughs> so what else? What else did you experience at Comic Con? Well, actually, before before I even got to Comic Con, I went. Uh, Square Enix did an offsite demo of some of the new games, mm. uh, and so I got to do it. And actually, it was like. Just being at one of those things, it was cool by itself. Sure, you yeah. Know, it was like, to me... Exclusive. Well, no, it was it was more just like a test. Yeah. You know, for me, it was just like, all right, I'm going to this industry event with other people that are in the video game industry, mm. and, you know, I got to represent, you know, just, you know, for being like a podcast person. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't want to look like a slob, mm-hmm. which there were slobs there. Of course there were slobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so, so they asked me, what games uh, do you want to play... Mm-hmm. And they assign they assign somebody to you for like a certain length of time. Mm-hmm. So I get up to this loft that's pretty close to Comic Con, and there's like all these different stations where they're demoing this game. So the first one, I went and talked to this very cool guy about the uh, the Dragon Quest mobile games. Mm-hmm. So they re- they released Dragon Quest one, two, four, and eight mm-hmm. on mobile. Okay. And so we went through each one, and it was it was actually pretty cool. He was like, "Yeah, check it out." Uh, this is based on the Super Famicom version that hasn't been released in America ever, hmm. like for Dragon Quest One and Two, and um, and he's like, and you know, I asked, I asked my good questions. I was nice. uh, also asking questions. Uh, I think I was most impressed by, um, you know, unlike Dragon Warrior, which is the NES version, uh, which they upgraded the difficulty for for whatever reason. Hmm. He was like, this this version is easier than before, so casual fans can pick it up. Dragon Quest One is like any casual person could just pick it up now. They give you more experience per battle, mm-hmm. so you level up faster. And he says, you know, it's like you know, fifteen hour maybe gameplay, you know. But you know, if you're just like doing mobile gaming, oh, and one of the big things I always look for in mobile gaming is like, all right, if I have to like go back to the home screen to do something else with my phone, mm-hmm. and then go back to the game, is there an automatic save state? Mm. Because sometimes with these fucking games. You like you quit out for a second, yeah. like in Puzzles and Dragons, or no, no, not Puzzles and Dragons. Um, a couple other games. Uh, you try to go back in, it's like nope, restart. Oh, and it sucks. I'm like, you know, it's, it's like I can't do anything else while I'm playing this game. So, yeah. so it, it, we did it right there, right on the spot. He's like, check this out. Boom, bam, we're right, we're right back in. And nice. uh, it has like the traditional save save function, but then it also has like quick saves, so you can you know save anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like the, he said they developed it for like a year before they even, um, they developed the, the controls mm. before they even did anything for like wow. a year. And basically they, they made their own like uh, circular D pad and, uh, and then I asked like, you know, is it always stuck in the middle? He's like, no, check this out. And so they, they moved the circular D pad to the left, to the right, wherever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And Dragon Quest eight looks great. It was a PS2 game and they ported it to, wow. uh, 
ported it to the mobile. Hmm. And the way they did it was cool, too. It was like when you start out with a default, like it's an RPG, so they have like four characters fighting, and it's like, all right, they're all on just uh, fight wisely. Mm-hmm. So you can just hit a button, they just fight for you. Oh, okay. Or you can reset the default to whatever you want before you enter battle. Gotcha. But it was great. And then we played the new Lara Croft game. Oh, okay. Lara Croft and the something something of Osiris. Right. Temple. Not sure. Yeah. It's basically a four-person party game. Okay. That's awesome. That sounds good to me. I like that kind of idea. So it's it's a it's a, a top-down, a near top-down um, shooter where everybody has unlimited ammo. Mm-hmm. And you're just running through solving puzzles, but mostly killing zombies. Okay. And every time you die, uh, just hit the A button. A second later, you're back in. Oh, so interesting. So it's about having a good time. And that sounds good. There's some platforming, but not much, which is good because it's it's hard with like that overhead angle. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of like, um, you could set a proximity mine and then blow it up with a button. And you can kill your friends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this game was for me. So as, as soon as soon as the uh, the person giving our demo was like told us about that, I killed her. <laughs> like, Bam! Hey, that was fun. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. No. So no, it was a lot of fun, and that comes out. I think it's this fall. Mm-hmm. But the uh, it's the sequel to a game where it was just two player. The emphasis was on like puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. This one is just like kill, kill, kill. Yeah. Get to the end of the level in 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, and if you had a good time, then play another. They, that is my jam right there. That's totally. the kind of shit I like. That's cool. Yeah. I I mean, I hope they bring it to the Wii U so we can play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but probably not. Mm, that sounds good. Um, some of the other stuff at Comic-Con. I mean, we got to talk about the cosplay. Oh, yeah. And we've uploaded some pictures to our Facebook page, and we'll upload some more. But, I mean, man, I could have just wandered. I mean, some of the times I would wander around for, like, an hour, like, past all the booths. And I wasn't even looking at the booths. I was just taking in all the people because mm. there were so many people dressed up, and the outfits were awesome. I mean, yeah. hilarious. Like, e- even, like, if they were bad outfits, I still appreciated it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, good for you <laughs> kind of thing. And they were across the spectrum, but... I think what we appreciated most, and we talked about it a couple times, and you you introduced me to the the term crossplay. Oh yeah, and that was cool because I was telling you I was like, man, I really like uh, the dudes that are dressed up as female characters, mm-hmm. and then the women that are dressed up as male characters. I was like, they're putting a fun like the dudes. There was a full Sailor Moon squadron <laughs> yeah. of big hairy dudes yeah. in the costumes and high heels and boots. Yep, and so that was cool. And then you see. Um, a lot of women dressed up as as male characters, like that woman mm-hmm. dressed up as Captain Cold. Hot. Yeah, dude, that was hot awesome. Captain Cold. Yeah, I think I uploaded Ooh. that to Facebook. But I mean, so there was a lot of like Spider Women, but not like Spider Woman, like Spider Man. Yeah, woman. <laughs> but no, and just and, and just to see the the different, um, you saw different people that either put like a fun spin on it, mm-hmm. or just you saw characters out, just out of nowhere that like like we saw Fisto. From yeah. He-Man and Master of the Universe. <laughs> Fucking Fisto. We're like, yes. I don't know how many other people recognize him, but we were just like, yes. And his and his was not like all right, it was it was like duct tape yeah. and hot glue. It was so and good. It, it was a hot mess, but it, it was just like, dude, that's like that's fist like when when you the, when you dressed up as an obscure character, there's always gonna be one person mm-hmm. that you like you made their year yeah. because you dressed up as them. I got my picture with Judge Dredd, which I was pumped. I didn't get my picture with a lot of people. I took some pictures, but I, there was a couple I needed. Mm-hmm. I got my picture with Judge Dredd, so I was pumped about that. 
And I wanted Cobra Commander, like yeah. full body Cobra Commander. I swear to God, I'm telling Chad this. 30 seconds later, Cobra <laughs> Commander walks by, and I was like, "Yes!" I'm like, "Cobra!" And he acknowledges me for a second, then he takes off his mask and goes and sits in the corner. So I was like, "Fuck!" Oh. <laughs> I can't get my picture with it. you know, because I, you know, because I was trying to be very respectful. I was yep. only only ask people if they're already getting ready to pose with someone else or something. Like, if they looked good. like they were, you know, if they were chewing a burrito or something, I didn't bother them. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be very respectful. That's very good, Eric. Good and job. So I compliment on their costume, and I would ask them, "Oh, can I take a picture and thank you and stuff?" Mm-hmm. But um, we got Kitty, Kitty Pryde from the X Men. So yeah, awesome. with Lockheed on her shoulder. Yeah, so you got the dragon and everything. Um, we saw Doctor Octopus with like the full fucking arms and everything. I know I put that picture on Facebook. Like that dude was. I mean, that looked like he stole it from the prop department from the movie. <laughs> yeah. The only the only problem with Doctor Octopus was. Usually people with those huge, bulky costumes don't go on the show floor. Yeah. But he was like, fuck it. Yeah, me and you got separated for hours because <laughs> you and your friend were on one side of Doc Ock and I got on the other side and I was like, don't wait up. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I, like, I could not see a way around. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I just wandered away. No, <laughs> this, I can't do anything. Everybody thought it was amazing and they all wanted photos with him. Mm-hmm. So he's basically like cruising at a snail's pace, yeah. you know, and blocking traffic. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, good on you, Doc Ock, for the costume. But like, yeah. but like, the, that's kind of like the 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 whole point of like the lobby area is yeah. like that's where cosplay photos happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, so everybody else can just go on the show floor and you know do their thing. There was a ton of Elsas from Frozen. Mm-hmm. Those were good. Um, not not as many as uh, the Star Lords, though. There was fucking a <laughs> zillion Star Lords, and it was funny because one of the Marvel guys was like, "I remember when there was never any Star Lords. I mean, everyone is a Star Lord. Even some people just had the jacket. Yep, that's but all you needed, apparently. It, like it, every like one out of every ten people was a Star Lord or a Deadpool. Yes." Yeah, yeah, Deadpool's. We uploaded a video like so. So I'm walking in Artist Alley, and this dude is kind of like. Uh, cruising from like the exit like the exit you don't really go out of Mm -hmm. and kind of like jostles me for a second but who cares everyone's bumping at everyone there and i'm like holy shit it's daryl from run dmc oh damn the greatest rap groups of all time and he's got like he's got his classic hat on that he always wore and like uh, a security guy or something is like hustling to to a booth or something i was like no fucking way wow so then when i see him later he's got he's got his own comic book going on okay and there's not a lot of people at his booth but they've got a stare a boombox playing run dmc songs mm-hmm. so then i see a the march of the deadpools all these deadpools <laughs> are just are just combining every time a deadpool sees another one they hang out together mm-hmm. so there's like 37 deadpools Damn. and they're just doing this parade down the alley saying we are awesome but so then eventually they walked into a wall like, really? they were in Deadpool character. They walked into a while, like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah. Oh, they're all just standing there. And so I'm enjoying this. And then uh, Run DMC's guy cranks a boombox. He's like, Deadpool's over here. Oh, yeah. And he starts playing uh, Walk This Way. And so all the uh, Deadpools turn around, and they all go cruise at Run DMC's uh, uh, panel. So that rules. I took a video of that, and I put that up on Facebook. At the very end of the video, when the Deadpool's like, hey, video guy, you're awesome. So... That's on there. Um, That's awesome, man. And then at, at the Artist Alley, we saw Chris Claremont, mm-hmm. the most important X-Men writer of all time. Right. Bob McCloud, co-creator of New Mutants. Yep. And Rob Liefeld. <laughs> Guy who killed the New Mutants. So yeah. You're the, you're the creator and the murderer at yeah. the same place. Luckily, they were not seated next to each other. God, can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, he killed them. I mean, it's like, uh, but I'm sure Liefeld felt great because the whole parade of Deadpools went past him. So, although I don't know if they acknowledged him. 
They went by, but I don't know if they were if they were smart enough to be like, "Hey, there's a, there's our father." Yeah, co so, co creator of Deadpool. Let's yeah, say that co creator. Co creator. Yeah. So, um, uh, what are, what are some of the other things? I mean, do you want to keep talking about I mean, the cosplay? Because like, we we, we talked we talked to somebody waiting in line for the second party cruise. Uh, mm-hmm. That was like they got there an hour and a half before the con began that day trying to get into walking dead and it was already gone so yeah. there's this conspiracy theory that all the walking dead uh seats went to vip people kind of like how when a radio when there's a concert and a radio station buys all the tickets so then they can give them away for free uh-huh. if you listen to their show or something i don't know we didn't get into walking dead which is a bummer but i mean i got into some of the other stuff the time flies there mm-hmm. like you're just walking around i mean you don't know until later when your feet and your legs hurt but <laughs> like i was just there was like a couple hours where i would just wander around and that's mm-hmm. it and i would just kind of look at stuff look to buy some stuff and just just stare at all the amazing cosplayers there's so many people dressed as anime characters i've never heard of yeah but still was like you guys look cool <laughs> like i wanted to know what they were but i, did, I didn't want to get laughed at be like hey you're awesome what are you yeah you know but um no you know i, I feel like you know, some anime cons have way more girls than boys. You know, I think I feel like there was like an equal representation of uh, of, of males and females. Mm-hmm. You know, old people, young people. Uh, I know somebody somebody that that frequents um, like um, either a comic book creator or a distributor. One of them was kind of bitching uh, on their on her blog, saying like these fucking kids today t- taking their selfies. They don't have any money. They don't spend money at these comic things. Like she. Mm. A lot, a lot of people make like less and less selling comics uh, at these things, you know. But sorry, it, it's kind of like the sign of the times, you know. I mean, if you want to call it Comic Con anymore, that's fine. We call it something else. Yeah, whatever. Make Mega Con. <laughs> <laughs> so Trypticon. Oh God. But um, Tryptophan. Yeah. Well. Um, so yeah, I mean, just I just I just kept taking it in. Like mm-hmm. there were some times where I would like duck out somewhere and just like kind of look down. I'd go up an escalator, yeah, and just so I could go back down and just like take in all the people and stuff. Like it was pretty cool. It's like a, it's a sea of people. I mean, imagine like a hundred thousand people, and it was like a hundred thirty, hundred forty, yeah. but like there had to be hundred hundred thousand people there at one time. Yeah, you know, and you have to walk through those people to get to what you want to see. Mm-hmm. At the ver- at the very end, uh, I did I did buy a uh, a jacket. From uh, Volante Design, who are the uh, they're the superhuman streetwear. I've been looking for a jacket for a little while because I've got like I got like paint from my son's uh, room when I painted it on mm-hmm. like my old you know crusty hoodie, mm-hmm. you know. So I've been looking for something, and they, their stuff is just awesome. And I, I'm gonna give them a plug, nice, because their shit is fucking great. Uh, so it's VolanteDesign.us. So it's V O L A N T E Volante design d-e-s-i-g-n dot u-s and i'm super i mean like i feel like a superhero when i'm wearing that jacket and it just fucking tits and they yeah. have they have a lot of different stuff so it anyway. looked cool it looked like a it looked like a hawkeye redesign yeah like a hawkeye i'm not wearing the full costume but i'm going out in my jacket and then it had like a assassin's creed hoodie exactly and it looked pretty or like a dark archer and uh and everything about it i was like all right all right this is one company that's not selling like anime hats, mm-hmm. you know, that like somebody's taking advantage of the fact of like that we're fans and we're adults mm-hmm. and we would like adult things now instead of, you know, like more anime hoodies or clever t-shirts, you know what I mean? Like like the other one that does really well, I don't know if they were there, was um, these guys that do custom uh, D&D furniture. 
Oh, really? But but not not like with dragons on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it's like smart furniture that like you can open up like like that like transforms to help you play your game better. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like secret <clears throat> secret uh, panels that open up with dice, or they you can like smartly remove the top to reveal like glass with all your like maps and shit underneath. Mm. And uh, they were there at least two years ago. And I went on the website, and they're, like, back-ordered for years. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm. just because their stuff's just great. Mm, good for them. So I enjoyed that there were at least a couple uh, booths that are like, all right, these are for the adults. Uh-huh. And thank goodness that somebody's actually, like, offering something cool that's not, you know, like, I stitched this myself, and you could buy it on uh-huh. Etsy, and it's a pillow. I did notice that in Artist Alley, like, so everyone's got their stuff displayed in every single, not every single, but I had to say the overwhelming majority of people <laughs> in Artist Alley are really good at drawing slutty versions of superheroes. Yeah. So it's like every single booth, they're like, yo, check out my Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Batgirl, three slutty way, pictures. Three-way. Yeah, and I really enjoyed those. I was like, oh, this is nice. There was even one, I forget what they were called. They were called like Nerd something. Like I don't know if it was like Hot Nerd or something. Mm-hmm. But they had a woman, a booth girl, dressed up as Wonder Woman in just basically Wonder Woman lingerie. Damn. And I was like, holy shit. Anything and, to, get uh, those, to get those kids into the uh, booth. I almost walked into a wall looking. Yeah, <laughs> like, It worked. Maybe it worked. that's when I ran into Daryl from Run DMC. Uh, maybe it was my fault. Okay. Maybe I wasn't looking where I was going. Because it was right around that corner. <laughs> Um, no, well, you know what? That's what sells, man. Yeah. That's that's what sells. Give the people what they want, which yeah. is boobs. So that was cool. And then um, we capped off our amazing Comic-Con experience with the Cartoon Network uh, party cruise. The Adult, adult Swim, actually. Mm-hmm. Adult Swim uh, had, a, had a cruise, and so you had the RSVP for it. And you get on this cruise, and it's, it's like a three-hour boat ride that goes around uh, New York City and went right past the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And um, and they had a mystery guest performing there. Yeah, and, and we had no clue. Yeah. You know, it was just like, all right, it's Saturday night. Let's uh, let's party on a boat. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, it's a, it was like 300, 400 people there. Mm-hmm. And we're all on this cruise, and it's Adult Swim and shit, and they got like a DJ going and stuff, and it was kind of cool. The night cruise is like nine to midnight kind of thing, and they brought out these performers, these two rappers called Run the Jewels, mm-hmm. which I had never heard of. One guy in the group is Killer Mike, who I'd seen before in Outcast, so I was like, holy shit, you know? Like, all right, cool. They basically looked like um, if you're familiar with Fantasy Factory or Robin Big. They basically looked like Rob Deerdeck and Christopher <laughs> Big Black Boykins if they suddenly became amazing rappers. Mm-hmm. So these guys came out and they were fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen some live rap groups where it just doesn't measure up to, you know, they'd so process in the studio that when they perform it live they suck. Yeah. These guys were awesome. Yeah. And I didn't even know their shit. <laughs> but they just came up and they had so much energy and they they just crushed it. I mean, and and I was we we were up in the like the balcony looking down mm-hmm. and there was only like a few hundred people on this boat. I mean, they're yeah. performing to a small crowd. Yeah. Uh, but there were super fans in the crowd that knew every word. Yeah. I mean, like... Good for them. Big, big awkward-looking nerds that are mm. just having the time of their lives, like, you know, spitting lyrics right along with them, just like, this is my favorite band of all time. Oh, and, and it was the best, too, because there was someone who actually cosplayed as Master Shake from yeah. Aquatoon <laughs> Hunger Force, and he is, he's got the full costume on, mm-hmm. kind of like a shower curtain Master Shake with a... I mean, he was Master Shake. Yep. And... This boat is packed with people, and we're just sitting there enjoying the concert. Every time I look, Master Shake is somewhere else where there's no theoretically possible way he could have been there. Like, the stairs are crowded, 
And he's like, he was down, he was upstairs, and all of a sudden he's downstairs, and there's yep. no way he could have gotten down there. He's like fucking <laughs> practically moshing out to this concert. He's, and the, stuff. he's and, the Phantom of the Opera. On the and, what, and then the next time I look up, and he's right next to you, like over your shoulder, yeah. like, like bobbing <laughs> to the music. And I was like, holy shit. So, but it was pretty cool just seeing Master Shake in the crowd. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Run the Jewels. If you guys like rap, go look them up on YouTube because, uh, you know, maybe I'm just lame and I, I'm the only person that hadn't heard of them. But they were definitely, they were cool. They, they just, they were just putting out their second album later this month. Mm-hmm. They put one out for free last year. And so they got one coming out October 28th or something. But They were great. You yeah. know, they, they were definitely great live entertainers. And that was just kind of a fun way to end the con. You know, here we are, we're on this boat, mm-hmm. Adult Swim. Got some uh, performers there, and we went out. We went right up to the Statue of Liberty and turned around, which you know, no big deal if you live there all the time. But you know, I hadn't, I hadn't been to Statue of Liberty for like twelve years, so it's it's cool seeing her up close, you know. Yeah, up her skirt, hey, bam. Actually, when we got closer, I was like, she's kind of dressed kind of modestly, like she just kind of threw on a bed sheet. Oh yeah, it's definitely toga party. <laughs> it's a walk of shame from a toga party. I was like, this came from France. Why does she not have like one boob showing? Oh, there should have been. Exactly. I was kind of surprised. I was like, you know, she has her arms hanging out, mm-hmm. but she definitely did not like throw on like a real outfit that day. Yep. Yeah. She <laughs> she just crashed out of some dude's room and just put his bed sheet over her and was like, uh, yeah, gotta get out of here. <laughs> so she's 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 holding the torch for all the walk of shame girls and guys out there. Well, it's not even a torch; it's her cell phone. She's just trying to get a couple bars for reception. <laughs> she's just holding it up like this. Oh shit! She's got, she's a, got a fake tiara because maybe it started out as like a bachelorette party. Yep, and she got it. She got her math textbook in one hand, like fuck, I gotta get to class. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're trying to say is, the Statue of Liberty is a whoa. Uh, she's just a college student. She's having yeah. a good time. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> so no, that was fun, man. Comic Con was awesome. It was fun hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's fun, you know, getting to see the sneak previews of shit. Uh the Marvel animation panel, they showed us some test footage. There's gonna be a um Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon. But yeah, they better be. They've been crashing um other cartoons like Hulk, Agent of Smash, and Spider Man, and they just look shitty in that. Yeah. But that was before the movie came out and now the new cartoon is that looks just like the movie. And cool. so it looked really cool. So I am excited for that. But it's fun. I get why people do it. You know, I went mm-hmm. most of my life without doing these things. But it is it is fun getting to see some of these people live if they're good. And <laughs> um, it's it's cool getting a little bit of sneak preview and shit. And it's just fun geeking out with, like, a ton of other people. Because everyone there is having a good time and stuff. Uh, e- even though there were some tough situations, I never once saw anyone, like, pushing or shoving or swearing or anything yeah. like that. So everyone's just having a good time. So it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> We had a good time, and it's always a good time. If you get a chance, always come out to a con. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at Magfest later, but it's so different. Mm-hmm. You know, Comic Con, it's like it's all about like big commercial entities and yeah. also like industry professionals hawking their stuff, but it's like so commercial. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you know like a normal uh, not like a normal con, but like a smaller con like Anime Con, Video Game Con, etc. It's more just about like the community coming out. Well, here's the difference between New York Comic Con and MAGFest. Uh-huh. And I didn't tell you this when it happened, but I thought about it. <laughs> here's the difference. When you had to, everyone had to get the wristbands to get into the main panels. And right before you get in, instead of checking everyone, they just had you all raise your hand in the air so they could just see your wristband. Mm-hmm. So New York Comic Con, everyone raised their hand in the air and you see the wristband, we're all good. If you did that MAGFest, the fucking B.O. stench <laughs> of everyone raising one arm would have just killed us. Oh, my God. <clears throat> That's the difference between Comic Con and Magfest. Deodorant, <laughs> basically, is what I'm trying to say. It's, hey, man, hey, they've come a long way. <laughs> if they raised their arms with wristbands and Magfest, I would have passed out. 
Yeah, there are a lot of things you can't do at MagFest. That, I agree. That is definitely one of them. Yeah, the last time I was at MagFest, I said everyone smelled like sweaty salami sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, see, I, th- I think they're pumping something into the air at the Javits Center so you wouldn't like smell your fellow person. Mm, you know that's what I mean? possible. I, mean, that is, I, I definitely ripped some farts on the show floor. Because <laughs> there's so many people. I was like, no one's pinning this to me, baby. And I, as long as you keep moving, who cares? Yep. So, you know, you know, I felt bad for you know a fat Spider-Man behind me. Mm-hmm. You know, because he definitely ate it, but his mask might have filtered it out a little bit. <laughs> so at least I can hope, you know. Oh, man. Wonder Woman, not so lucky. Oh, well. Supergirl, sorry. Dude. But. I didn't even, dude. All right. One of the best costumes I saw. So somebody must have, like, there was Supergirl. She was there, but she must have just broken her leg or something because she was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. But she spiked her leg cast. Like, so, so girl in a wheelchair wearing a Supergirl costume, and in her leg cast was jammed like a piece of kryptonite. That's awesome. I was like, that's so good. That is pretty cool. Man. Creative. Exactly. So, thank you, everybody, for listening. We are the Jumpman Podcast. We are free weekly podcasts, so we'll mm-hmm. check you out next week. Uh, we're going to be moving our XML file and changing up our host pretty soon because we had some issues with them last week. Man. But uh, anyways, you can check us out at our headquarters over at JumpmanPodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Please drop us a review. Thank you very much. Uh, that makes us more visible. Um, yeah, We're on RetroWareTV.com, Elder-Geek.com. And please, if you're not a friend of us on Facebook, um, this is why you need to be a friend of us on Facebook. I am giving away all the swag that I got this weekend. We do it every year. Every year we go to Comic-Con. I have probably a 25-pound 20 uh, poster uh, package roll thingy. What do you call this? A poster parcel? Tube. Tube. Thank you. Poster tube full of a ton of stuff. We're talking like 20, 30 posters, clothing. Some comic books. Comic books. Everything that I got that was awesome. I didn't just like throw random like crap in there. I mm-hmm. threw the best stuff in there. Yeah, we handpicked. It was like a Garbage Bell Kids comic book. Pins. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And, uh, you know, from everywhere that I went, they were like, you had to participate or go to to get stuff. Uh-huh. It's in there. It's mm-hmm. all there. You can win this right now uh, if you go to our Facebook page and enter our contest. So, just search for us on Facebook um, and um, tell us tell us why you should win. Actually, prove your super fanness. Because we saw so many super fans of this place. Tell me why you're a super fan. I don't care if you're a super fan of what comic or what anime, whatever. Tell me why you are a super fan and to the awesomest super fan of whatever. Yeah. We, and, we, will, we will send you all this cool swag from Comic-Con. Yeah, impress us with your knowledge. Like, for instance, I could have been like, yo, I'm such a super fan of Gummy Bears. The, <laughs> the cartoon that I knew that that fucking MC Bat Commander was Cavan in the first season. And uh, the kid from Married with Children, David... Uh, aka Mako from Korra yeah well I guess I'm not a super fan because I can't think of his last name I know his fucking last name man I've seen it a zillion times this is why we do not podcast in the morning no but anyways so just go there on an influence uh, you know tell us tell us why you're a super fan of something so maybe post a picture of your Transformers Autobot tattoo on your ass so <laughs> your, toy, your toy collection yeah. do, doesn't matter like write something post a photo doesn't matter yeah. show me why you are an awesome super fan and I will send you all our swag yeah and like I said on Facebook we are posting pictures and videos from Comic Con in fact I think Chad took a video of Run the Jewels 
on the Adult Swim cruise. Oh, yeah. So I'll post that. You can get a little taste of that because that was pretty awesome. So, yeah, so check out some of the the, uh, the pictures and videos that we posted on there, the, the Deadpool things on there. Oh, I took a video of Kevin Smith at the, uh, pod, the panel. And I didn't realize at the time <laughs> that you're not allowed to take videos. Uh-huh. So you'll have to check that out because Kevin Smith just does a very motiv- a motivational uh, speech. And then security fucking yells at me at the end of the video. <laughs> so whatever. Yeah. He didn't, he, he didn't need a, uh, a, like x-ray vision to see you. No. Yeah. They, they didn't need the night goggles. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this is awesome. I got my, my phone way up in the air recording it. So oh, whoopsie. All right. Cool. We'll see you all next week. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Soup. Jump now. Engage. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.